on this week's episode of the We've Seen That Podcast, we watched Batman Begins. I'm Scott. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. We are back, and I hope you enjoyed our rendition of um, our voices there. Uh, you know, uh, these movies got a lot of things right. This voice may be the only thing that isn't right about them. I don't know, but it's it's a fun it's a fun time. So, um, Anthony, you know that I pissed my mom off so much talking in that voice, like when we'd go to hotel trips or whatever, just up till one in the morning talking in batman and joker voices so mom if you're listening i'm sorry yeah well the crazy thing is was your big movie was the dark knight which still was 2007 or 2008 which can you believe is already like 14 years ago it's It's insane (laughs) it's crazy god so yeah just scott just us on like some dell's trip and scott's just like laying there when we're all supposed to be going to sleep just (laughs) a little fighting you i like that joker my favorite my favorite too is my mom would get so mad, but then occasionally she'd just laugh because she couldn't deny the humor in it too. Well, it um, didn't help that you had Rob and I just bursting out laughing to it at yeah, every single part. Yeah. So. It was that's what you call encouragement, and that's when parents say don't encourage, but you guys were. Oh, yeah. um, first, first off, I need to give a public apology. I, I just listened to the audio on last week's pod, and my dinosaur computer is done. It's over. Um, it gave it a good run, you know. Uh, needless to say, we're not billionaires yet, yet, yet. Um, and currently, I don't have the perfect studio setup, but I am on Cassie's HP Spectre now. Shout out HP! Let's get a new sponsor. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely a lot fucking faster. Um, I can tell you that because I clicked Time Dot Is and it didn't lag at all today. Anthony knows his lags all the time. Yeah. So we're on a better path. Here. I'll be we're on a better yeah path. next in line to hopefully, and it doesn't even have to be something spectacular. I think it's just any computer that's just not from like 2009 would probably be just yeah. fine. So yeah. yeah, it's amazing that the internet worked. Like it's amazing it worked for like 93 episodes. Like it's it's amazing that it did. To be honest, so we're upgraded now. And uh, going forward, hopefully it'll be better. No promises with audio. Something's goofy, but I think this is the fix. So, listeners, I'm sorry. I love you. We're still here. Um, also, in kind of like a, a just a little bit of sad news, um, in Oakdale, which is right next to Cassie, uh, and it, it, I think it's kind of close to Minneapolis, there was actually a shooting in Marcus Theaters uh, oh, no. last night, which is just like... I mean, we we do you know we do a movie podcast, right? Like to think that you you see these signs all over town that say like Marcus is a two hour vacation, right? Like 
it just really sucks that that something like that happened that was kind of really close to her hometown i don't know for sure if the person who got shot passed away but um they said it was shotgun shots in the theater which is just fucking crazy to think about so you know uh, there's a lot going on in our world but like really just um i i it sucks to think about really it does because you know we love movies so much and like that's like our favorite thing to do that i really hope that violence in the world would not like end just gathering so people please love each other and you know um thinking of the people in oakdale if you were affected by that uh but i just saw it yesterday on the news and was like yeah i should probably mention that because we love marcus and marcus provides an amazing service and this obviously doesn't reflect on them in any way but like be better people, yeah you should you know? be able like, to just go relax and relax and release you know you shouldn't have to be worried yeah. about something like that you know that's, yeah i was yeah. gonna say it needs and, uh, to be an uh, escape it's not supposed to be someplace yeah. where you're still worried right yeah and granted obviously in the world like bad things do do happen i understand that but you know it's it's still just kind of hits home when it's like something you focus every week on and i fucking love going to marcus so um yeah a- anyway now back to the to the rest of the show i'll try to get the spirits up after that let's get back into what we're watching here um guys i'll go first i didn't watch much uh i've been working on my own business uh which i will advertise at some point when it's done but um we watched this movie called father of the bride i think it just released on hbo max maybe um and I watched about seven minutes of it, so I don't feel comfortable scoring it. Um, I didn't laugh at any point. I didn't find it funny. Well, you only watched the uh, first seven minutes. I mean, how many laughs do you expect? Yeah, but... I don't know. It didn't seem funny. Uh, preliminary would be like a six out of ten, probably. But that's not a fair score. I mean, I you watched, watch it. like, point z- like five percent of the movie. It's two hours long. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a reaction for sure. Um, I I I'll rescore it if I ever get back around to it. The odds of me watching that entire movie are maybe one percent, maybe. So now let's get to what I did watch and I didn't write it down. Um, what's that? What's that sound? Is that Oscar buzz? Because I watched Rise, the story about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh my god! And. <laughs> Guys, seriously though, um, was it great? Not really, Uh, but was it good enough? Yes, and did it tell the amazing story of like what he had to do to actually get drafted? It did. Giannis is a Um, Disney prince now. He he is, he is. And like, here's the most wholesome thing ever. He flew a bunch of teammates out to Greece to watch it. And as he was getting drafted in the fucking movie, Giannis started crying. Like, in the theater, he started tearing up as his family was all psyched in the movie. And, like, it's just really cool. Because, like, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Giannis's dad passed away in 2018. Um, and his dad and him were, like, super close, like most, most people are. But that's where this bond with his brother came from. And I think all the time you see, like, these fans make fun of Thanasis, right? Like, he's just this guy who... Giannis has brought with and that's why the Bucks pay his salary if you watch this movie like I don't think you'd ever complain about that again because like I mean they did everything together right like 
Thanasis was supposed to be the one to go to the NBA, but Giannis grew like a fucking tree, so he's the one who ended up going, and you read stories about him all the time. Uh, like, in Milwaukee, he would be running to the stadium because he'd sent all his money home to Greece. Like, just a super fucking cool story. And then I almost cried at the end when they did, like, a tribute to his dad and then Giannis winning the finals. Uh, I don't know how else to say it, but I love that man so much. Like, so much. He's a genuine human. He's a great basketball player. Like, Giannis, if you're listening, we love you. Yes, we do. We love you. And if you don't love Giannis, I mean, seriously, like, just at least embrace that he's a good human, right? Like, come on. He's the best in the league. Yeah. Yeah, that movie, 10 out of 10. If they give, if they, if Giannis (laughs) wins even one more, I can't even be spoiled because we got one, but. I feel like he just has too much left to give, and the team needs to do everything they can. To... He'll, they'll get an, they'll get another. I, I don't know if about like three, but I think they got one more in yeah. them. I think they got I one mean, more if in them. Chris so. doesn't get hurt. I'm not saying they don't. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, he he really is like like as dumb as this is, considering he's actually younger than I am. That guy's my yeah, hero, right? Like, he he really is. So, um, yeah, actually, ten out of ten though. And like, here's the thing, if you're a sports fan and they make a movie about your favorite player you're gonna give it a 10 out of 10 and if you don't you're not a true fan so um on like the hindsight score seven out of ten <laughs> seven out of ten the, the uh, unblinded score. Right. Yeah. right right okay jim let's so go to you with some this. real things that you watched because it's more than my dumb so we movie. finished sopranos actually now I cannot explain to you how pissed Angie was at the ending. Can we talk uh, did, spoilers, or is that going to bother you, Scott? No, go ahead. Did I never you watch it. know how it ended, Jim? I had seen a long time ago. I had watched a video of like most uh, annoying TV show endings. So they're sitting in a little diner, Tony and his family, and you know he puts on "Don't Stop Believing" on the little jukebox at the table. Some guy comes in, looks like he's not up to no good, and as the music is playing, his daughter arrives, his son is there, and his wife is there, and it just cuts to black, you know, and that's the end of the show. You're left totally wondering, in the middle of the fucking song. Yeah. Um, Angie uh, said she Googled and said that the director said that it is because Tony was shot in the scene and dies. That's why it just cuts off. So that's the popular opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I can see why it's frustrating. I, like, I'm not 100% satisfied with it, to say the least. I knew it was coming, and I still can't tell you, like, how just shocking and, like, literally visceral it is because it's so abrupt. And it leaves you... There's no credits. It leaves you on a dark screen, I believe, for, like, 12 or 13 seconds of just silence. Yeah, it's a really strong hit of blackness. Yeah, and I read that back when this final season aired in like 2008 or whatever there was rational phone calls to people to their cable companies thinking their tv like broke or the (laughs) channel was busted because they couldn't believe that it could possibly end like that and since you just sit there in darkness for so long they were just freaking out but yeah it is a very polarizing ending for sure let's talk the episode as a whole because not much happens in that finale when i really expected like full-out gang war but I mean, right. you see Phil Leotardo get you know ganked at the gas station um, before his yep. wife accidentally lets the car roll over his head. Um, and I mean, other than that, there really is not much in this finale, you know. So that right. was maybe the slightest bit disappointing too. 
However, I believe on IMDb that episode specifically has like a 9.8 out of 10 rating. Yeah. Which is obviously obscenely high for anything. Yeah. It's, uh, well, what did you think of the show in whole as a whole? On the whole, I really, really liked it. Really glad we watched it. Um, yeah. It's super interesting. The characters are very interesting. Um, I think the things that I would complain about the most is it feels as though sometimes they take multiple, like, time skips in a season, you know, even if it's just, like, a couple of weeks, you know, and they introduce these random characters for you to see them once and then you don't really see them again, which is a little bit of a nuisance. However, that's likely very common in the Mafia lifestyle, right? Um, But I really liked it. Angie didn't like it in the beginning, but now she was hooked on it by the time we were done. We were both really pushing to finish the show. And then she just got... Brought down because it was so. Bad. She was so upset. Next, we are planning to watch um, Stranger Things is our new show, and we are going to watch um, The Many Saints of Newark. There you go. Nice. Additionally, nice. I watched Doctor Strange two. Very solid. Eight out of ten. Ooh yes. Um. I think I wanted more um, of the Illuminati. You know, and spoilers now have both you guys have both seen it, right? No, no I have actually nope, haven't seen it. Us. Then I will not say a word. <laughs> Watch it on Disney Plus. We'll discuss yeah. another time. Yes, yeah. I plan on. I might even watch it tonight. I don't know because I just can't wait. You should. It's very. It's really yeah. good. Awesome. Well, I suppose I can finally say, yeah. Jim, that I watched Obi Wan immediately, like after we got off the last recording and said I hadn't watched it yet. Um, it's unfortunate because I think the last two episodes, I don't want to say it just because it was more action packed. I just think like it felt more like what I think people were expecting and like a little more just like, you know, Obi-Wan actually like doing things, which is just really all I wanted, but it's just too bad. It was six episodes and they waited till like the last two for you to really feel that way. I think that kind of just hurts the show overall, but I agree. The last episode, yeah, the last episode, obviously, spoiler alert, Scott, do you care? Uh, no. Just a epic, like, lightsaber battle between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, and you find out how, like, Vader gets a lot of injuries to his face again. Obi-Wan just whoops his ass. It's awesome. Yeah. But, uh... Love Yeah, it, that happens relatively early, like, halfway through, and then you get, like, another 35 minutes of just him... Of like a pointless Luke, you know, problem, and I just I don't know it. It didn't really pay off that great. I think the show overall for me is probably like honestly like a six out of ten, which sucks. Yeah, Oof, and I think but, six is high. Honestly, yeah. I came out much yeah. lower than it, and I think this finale, you know, even though it had some of the most action, in my opinion, it was the one of the worst episodes of the show because no one is ever at risk it would have been much more interesting to see obi-wan face off against uh third sister or one of the other uh inquisitors than darth vader again you know because him facing off against darth vader they both have to survive no matter what because they're both in a new hope yeah you know so i think think the only thing that added is uh darth vader's relationship with the emperor seems maybe the slightest bit strained yeah but i mean they're both evil motherfuckers so i mean strained is probably the best relationship they get Right, I do love how 
he established the like how Anakin was like truly gone. Like I'm glad they didn't throw like some little like you know glimmer of mm. him. You know, you basically just get Vader saying, "I killed Anakin Skywalker. He doesn't exist," which is like, yeah, that's how it probably should be right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, it Love was that. overall. I was I was probably relatively disappointed, which kind of sucks. But well, well, what are you gonna do? We'll 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 yeah, live. We'll live. We'll live. Be all right. <clears throat> but other than that, I didn't really watch anything else. I've been trying to maybe sneak a movie in, but Doctor Strange probably. I should too. I should too. There it is. Oh, the hype horn. Hell yeah! And this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, Jim, lead us off with the blonde teaser. Yeah. So Anna de Armas is going to be starring for Netflix, coming out in August or September. Um, mm. A biopic about Marilyn Monroe. Uh, headlines mostly revolving around the fact that this appears to be an extremely like dirty movie, is my understanding. Anna de Armas looks great in the makeup. Um, don't know if the whole thing will be in black and white like the trailer is or teaser. I guess I should say, but I'm tentatively interested in this. It has an NC-17 rating. Oh. With Ana de Armas. Wow. Count me in. <laughs> Bonk. Down. Down. But I, I it's mean, crazy that on. Netflix, like, it's a Netflix production too, I think, and they're just going all out unrated. Yeah. It's not that crazy considering um, they know what sells. I'm like surprised. I mean, I don't expect it to be a fucking porno but i mean it's probably gonna be I, I, dirty no, though no. it's marilyn yeah, monroe like, i mean i mean nc-17 could be for multiple reasons too oh, i yeah. mean it's probably heavily involving involving drugs i'm assuming that's a huge reason probably. why um but like see that's the thing uh i'll challenge this slightly anthony you're saying it's marilyn monroe what do you know about her i don't know that she was a party she stood on that one sewer grate and you know her dress got blown up in this picture i think this is good for america because a lot of people say like marilyn monroe as like a pop culture reference but we don't like do enough research to like figure out you know what her life was about so i'm i will watch this it helps that ana de armas is in it (laughs) but i'm glad that we can kind of learn what this pop culture reference actually hopefully yeah Yeah, she was like the only nude in the very first issue of playboy i believe as well yeah, she was the first, like, bombshell human being. Like, that's what she was. She was, like, a, I mean, obviously, like, yes, a sex symbol, but, like, one of the first beautiful humans. So Before that, everyone was ugly all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, after she came out, then people were like, okay, so they're not that bad, you know? Um, but I mean, like, publicized beauty, essentially. So, interesting. Next thing we have is Wonder Man. Marvel Comics uh, character is going to be getting his own Disney Plus series. Um, with the Shang-Chi director, Destin Daniel Cretton will be executive producing. Um, so this character was initially introduced as a supervillain imbued with ionic energy. He had fought the Avengers and then eventually uh, was reborn as a superhero and joined the team. Uh, so he eventually becomes an Avenger. Seems as though he's got very, like, Superman-esque powers, honestly. Like, these ionic powers seem to just be, like, super strength and invulnerability. I don't know too much more about him. Interested to see how the show goes. 
thank God for Jim. He puts like the little blurb about the character background, I and I had no idea who the yeah. fuck this guy was. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. I mean, I liked uh, Shang Chi, so if they can still haven't seen that one, pretty good. that's pretty I've good. Got two on the list. Yeah. Two. Uh, next, we have uh, six photos of orcs from the new Lord of the Rings oh, show. Yeah. And, I mean, these oh, look, yeah. obviously, just fucking, like, top-tier uh, physical yeah. effects or physical makeup. The only thing I will say mm-hmm. is, you know, it does feel a little bit like some of these orcs seem more advanced than the orcs in yeah. um, the original trilogy of movies, which makes me feel like, you yep. know, if this is a prequel set, like, a couple hundred years before, I believe why would they seem more advanced? And that kind of confuses and annoys me a little bit, but I guess we'll probably have to wait and see. Right. Scrolling through these pictures, I I think what you're referring to would be the fourth picture, where it's like, I don't want an orc to be a ninja. Yeah, he right? looks very like, ninja-esque. Kinda, yeah. Like, I'm I'm loving the the third picture, right? Like, that's an orc to me. The second, yep. First, kind of, but that fourth one, it's it's like a guy running like orcs are definitely you know they are like they they have some fine motor skills but like they shouldn't have a ton is kind of the that's way always the I way they've been it, portrayed right? um right yeah in so the original trilogy so I will of movies say i did see these and i think we can all agree they do look pretty cool yeah yes i was, I was we, a little we, nervous because of what we had just seen already but this kind of it 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 shows the, the production money, value yeah, is right. obviously through the roof. Like these costumes right. are sick. Yep. Yeah, and I hope yep. that this means they're using a lot more practical effects because that's what made the original trilogy so good. Right, and why it still holds yeah. up. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Next thing, uh, yep. my big fat Greek wedding three has started filming in Greece. I don't even honestly right. know if I, I'm sure I've seen like the first one, but. I couldn't tell you. The first one really. was legitimately good. Two was yeah. fine. But now, do you think we need a third one, Jim? No, I didn't think we needed a second one. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, that's not a new opinion for me on anything. <laughs> no, exactly. More doesn't... It usually means less, though, to be Right, honest. more does not right. mean better. Right. Um, additionally, Netflix will be adding an ad-supported tier to their subscription. After all kinds of backlash, loss in stock value... And them raising their prices for, like, the third straight year in a row. Right. Yeah, I mean, because they have seemed to, like, become very expensive, so it's it's tough to keep up with all of that all the time. Right. So. We're going to go slightly out of order for these next two items, but the Game of Thrones creator George R. R. Martin and actress Amelia Clark both confirmed that the new Jon Snow show was Kit Harington's idea. Sounds like he kind of birthed it into the universe to one degree or another. When Amelia Clark was asked if she would reprise her role in the series, she simply said, no, I think I'm done. Crazy. I mean, I don't know. Me, I'm glad to see that Kit Harington is, like, pumped about it. Yeah, he's going to get that bag, too. Yeah, well, that's true. I, he's just going to bring yeah. Amelia Clark back from the dead. I'd be pissed. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd rather have Jon Snow than Khaleesi, probably. But I, I don't know. Um well, and Jon Snow straight up murked her in the end of the season. That's a good point. I right. forgot because yeah, because you try not to remember it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. I've seen all of episodes of season eight one time. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
I haven't revisited yet. I can't do it. So before you say this next one, Jim, God. was this created directly for me? You there, Scotty? Still something? Yeah. Look, I'm on the move. Okay. You you guys just keep going. <laughs> look at Rocket. What were you gonna say? Yeah. Anything me? about it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys yeah, got yeah. me now. Perfect. Okay. Um. We're going to leave all that in. We're not cutting any of it. Look at this. You're getting a full tour of my house right you now. Can. Technical difficulties podcast. Um, I'm going directly next to the Wi-Fi modem, and I'm done fucking around. Well, being next to the modem won't do you squat. you got to be next to the router. Oh, that's what I meant. That's what I'm, I'm going next to the router. Right now. This is, this is a, We've seen that podcast first right now. Great. I'm downstairs. The okay. worst part is, is everything's right. working now as he's walking better than when it was just yeah. sitting there. So right, yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, quickly, because did we talk about the? I know what you did no, last summer yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay, Jim, did you put this in directly for me? Was that no? The I watched that yet? show too. We didn't all three of us watch That's all right. of it. I, I never see. I never finished it. I what didn't know you guys fuck, actually Anthony? kept going. <laughs> that would have been the the threshold for them to keep it going. Because they totally yeah, brought back that one uh, black gal from the dead at the end of the season, and now we never get to know right. how and we're it never happened. Get to know. I gotta fit it up, and now I gotta watch that. How do they not renew this? What do you mean like, how? how? I was... watched the first four episodes. Prime said no one worse. fucking watched it and said they were done. Yeah, you want to talk about NC seventeen? Yes. I mean, yeah, Jesus, it was something else. Just OnlyFans yeah, left and right. That's I think. So. You know. I I couldn't really believe what I was watching. I think I watched... They released, like, four episodes right away, and I think I watched those four, and then I think I just forgot to log back in. I probably would have been the one one viewer to put them over the top for the finals, final episodes. I don't think I better, so. But now I gotta <laughs> I finish so. it. I have yeah. to. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, shocking that it's not getting... Re- because cause now we will never know. You're right, Jim. This story is unsolved. Someone will come around and save it someday, I'm sure. Everything but, needs a reboot. Last piece yeah. of hype is Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 is coming on July 1. Hell yeah. Dude, that's two days yeah. away. Just July already, guys. Don't remind me. It's going to be winter soon enough. <laughs> oh, um, and happy 4th of July. This drops on the 4th. Wow. So... Yeah. Pretty epic. Yeah. Anyway. Hope you guys yeah. nobody Maybe get not. hurt. Don't blow up any fireworks in yeah. your face. Yeah, don't take any of your fingers off. Yeah. Right. Alright. Well, let's get into it, boys. It's time. We're gonna talk about Batman Begins. Um Jim, IMDB description if After you training with his mentor, Batman begins his fight to free crime ridden Gotham City from corruption. All right, IMDb. Yeah, I see what you did there. Currently the streaming title. on HBO Max. PG thirteen came out in two thousand five. Fucking go. Two thousand five. Okay. So, so yeah, this movie is seventeen years old. Seventeen. Oh my God. Um, and uh, if you if you're like me, I don't know if most probably aren't. I saw The Dark Knight first, and then went back to Batman Begins. And for the longest time, I didn't think it was that good. Um. I don't know if I just needed to age a little bit more and needed more than the Joker. If you hear jingles, that's my cat. He, he's going crazy right now. She's got the zoomies. 
But here we are. Brooks. You c- no. Nope. He ran away now. He's not going to He's going nuts. He's ripping up oh the carpet. Stop it. It is chaos in my household tonight. Um, but anyway, yeah, I watched I watched The Dark Knight first, then went to Batman Begins, but now I love it. Like, every time I watch this movie, fucking love it. And I don't know if I just didn't see how awesome, like, of a villain arc this was the first time, but now you see it and you're like, shit, Ra's al Ghul is kind of like the most logical villain in movie history. Yeah, right. Right? Well... I mean, what I don't understand, sorry to cut you off a little bit about this, is that, no. like, obviously, I would say most people agree that Dark Knight is the best of the trilogy. But it's also, mm-hmm. it's like they, they call it how it, it changed, like, superhero movies. Like, this movie was, I feel like, way ahead of its time. Also, like, I don't know why yeah. the Dark Knight is the one that gets crowned as like I mean it's a, it was like a better mo- overall film but like to say that it was like groundbreaking and dark and you know Christopher Nolan did something so different it's like this movie didn't feel that much different than the Dark Knight you know there wasn't a Joker but I don't know I just don't I'm going to agree with get... Anthony here I think that this movie did more for Batman than Dark Knight did. Yep. And Dark Knight did a lot for Joker more so. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. Just rewatching it is like the, pre- the the effects look just as good as the Dark Knight. Like the car chase scene when cop cars are flipping all over the place. I'm like I feel like this could have been that movie. So I'm like I don't know why people just don't seem to say like this one started the superhero like new trend with like you know the Dark Knight and I think uh Iron Man came out the same year as The Dark Knight, but they always point to that year as, like, when superhero movies, like, really took off and were, like, groundbreaking, but I don't know. This movie holds up extremely well, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. I I think for me, um, I think really it's... It it, it definitely is Ra's al Ghul, but also it's it's partially the original Rachel, uh... I liked a lot better than Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Katie Holmes is by far I, I, superior to Maggie Gyllenhaal in my opinion. I agree. I agree. And then also, um, whoever uh, Scarecrow is fantastic as well. So good in that one scene yeah. when they break when he's when they're in that is that in Arkham? I'm just a little confused. I think where so. They, where they're pouring I the think water so. in Yeah, the, that's uh, in Arkham. Apparently water main water. pipes run right underneath it. Yeah. But he's so good. You get that yeah. iconic scene where he's like, he's here. The Batman. The Batman. Like, I remember that from the trailers and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he's fantastic, as always, usually. Yeah, yeah. And you forget um, you forget how many lines Batman goes in the deep voice in this one and how intense that they are. Uh, one that comes into mind is when he says something about, somebody says something about being a cop and he gives him a big, do I look like a cop? That, that's I was much one. closer to the Joker. Um, oh, really? It was, a little, it was just no a little way. scratchy, is all. I'm, I'm, I'm miffed. There's a lot yeah. happening <laughs> in this episode. I mean, I'm, I'm three flights of stairs down you, right now. You like look it's crazy, man. This is the best. I'm trying. Best it's looked. <laughs> it's yeah. There's a lot happening. Um, but I think let's talk about what to me is the most important part of this movie. Ra's al Ghul right as a villain what the league of shadows is 
is essentially they are the writers of wrong but it's kind of like the wrong in their opinion of like how the world should be but like let's give them a pass with gotham because yeah this city's way too fucking far gone like in there's cops on everyone's payroll like the mob runs everything i think i'm team ra's al ghul for gotham though that i mean his solution is to kill everyone in the city Okay, so no, like I'm not like that. I'm just saying the rationale behind it makes more like sense. Like trying to cleanse a little the city bit. of its corruption. And, right. But right. Right. Yeah. Right. But don't kill. The, the problem with their idea family. is yeah. that they say that Gotham is still the best city in the world, you know, and that's why they need to take it down because they always take the pinnacle of society and knock it back down, you know, right. once it becomes too corrupt or whatnot. And, I mean, Gotham is far from the pinnacle of society at this point. You know, it's not even close. Yeah. Scott, Scott looks enthralled. <laughs> okay, because, like, here's what's happening. I have a cord on the ground. My cat, it's almost wrapped around his neck. Like, he's trying. I'm going to hit record again, and it's working again. Okay. All right. His- so, anyways, <laughs> let's talk about Ra's al Ghul a little bit, especially uh, in the beginning at Nanda Parbat. Do we believe that the... Uh, the guy who dies in the fire, do we believe that that is actually Ra's al Ghul, or was it Liam Neeson the whole time? Right. I... It has to be Liam Neeson, I would think. But again, like, who... <laughs> he's seemed pretty formidable, but I don't know. It... Like I said, I think the clues in the, uh... When the, you know, the Wayne Manor is getting burned down, he kind of reveals himself a little bit, just because he's like, don't show your identity, but... But again, yeah, that could just be more parlor tricks. I, you never know. Right, and the really. character of Ra's al Ghul is one that is incredibly paranoid about his position, would certainly have body doubles. But let's talk about Ra's al Ghul in the comics real quick. Because Ra's al Ghul is a title, not necessarily a name. The title can pass from person to person. However, oftentimes it doesn't pass for hundreds of years because there are what are called Lazarus pits around the world. Some are in Gotham, some are in Nanda Parbat, that uh, Chinese mountain where they were. Um, and if you drop a dead body into this pit of green glowing liquid, the dead person comes back out alive with a piece of their soul missing. Hmm. So uh, Ra's al Ghul would, in essence, be Liam Neeson so long as his body continues to get put back into um, the pit and come back alive each time being more and more evil each time god the comic books just offer you so much freedom to like expand beyond anything you could ever probably do in a movie but yeah i really wish they would have done that like let bruce see liam neeson die in the fire and then have him show back up at his mansion yeah would have been much cooler in my opinion yeah and i feel like that wouldn't have been too much of a stretch to put in there either now that you've explained it like i think fans of the comics would probably have dug that all you'd have to do is show like a quick cutback to like his troops like putting him in this pit or whatever you were talking about i mean that could have been pretty cool i think right and i mean if if you're gearing it specifically towards people who are fans of the comics already you wouldn't even need to show that they would just know what happened Oh, However, um, it would alienate, you know, layperson viewers. Um, I think the big thing, <laughs> argument for uh, leaving it out, and probably why they did, is it leaves the whole story much more grounded in something that could really, quote-unquote, happen. Right. 
And I think that's what Nolan was going for in this entire trilogy. But yeah, and he does it really well in this first film. Like right, because we get no supernatural like sort of heroes or villains in any of these movies. Right, in the next one, it's Joker, Two Face, um, and then Bane and Talia in the last one. So I mean, all very much so rooted in reality villains. And Batman himself, it's all supposed to be based upon tech. Right, for sure. I don't know, I love a good training, like, montage. Mm. So, like, the beginning of this movie where you actually just get to see him, like, train and and become, you know, quote-unquote Batman before he is Batman is just... That's the kind of shit I dig in movies, so that one always gives this one a couple more points, too. You know, I like that. Yeah, I think given that, they probably could have spent more time on showing him screw up as year one Batman because when he gets back to Gotham, this is truly mm-hmm. year one, you know? As opposed yeah, to, what did we say, Pattinson? It was like year two or three that he was on already? Yeah, and they did a really good job of showing how much he still, like, stumbles or isn't sure of himself, you know? Right. But that's interesting. And this one does much better on the whole playboy, having fun, being rich sort of uh, character. Yeah, I will say Christian Bale plays an amazing, like, Bruce Wayne. Like, I think yeah. that can't be denied. Whether you not you want to say he's the best Batman, I I truly think you can't argue that he's the best Bruce Wayne, to be honest. I mean, you can, he's the best Batman. No, I mean, I would think so, but some people don't. You know? Who Honestly, as a Batman, him? Batfleck was surprisingly good. He's not bad as Batman. Yeah. He really yeah, isn't. but the movies just weren't very good. Yeah, that's that's yeah, also that's true. true. That's if problem. he had Christopher Nolan writing for him, it probably would be pretty good. Yeah, I know yeah, a lot of people just like Keaton though too. So and he's not terrible. Like those movies aren't bad. Yeah, I got yeah. no problem with Keaton as well. What I like about this first movie too, I think we should talk about, is they show how like this is the only one of the trilogy that shows how like slummy Gotham can be, which is kind of what Tim, yeah. Tim Burton did a lot. It was, look, had that vibe whenever they were like in the narrows, I think they called it or something. Yeah. It just looked real downtrodden and shitty. And I was like, this is kind of what you expect when people talk about like the slummy parts of Gotham. And I thought they did a pretty good job of showing that too. Right. I agree. Um, I think one of the other things that uh, is really underrated about this movie is specifically related to Katie Holmes she plays such a better romantic interest with Christian Bale than Maggie Gyllenhaal ever did. You can argue yeah. that's because in the second movie, uh, Rachel was just fucking fed up with him already. But that is not yeah. the way she's left at the end of this movie. She's oh. sad, but still kind of in love with him a little bit. you know. So there's this I whole think... transition that we never get to see uh, between the changing I... actresses. Well, I think, too, is what you see with this Rachel is infatuation. Like, a little bit. Maggie Gyllenhaal... Oh, I don't, I don't know what it was, but like, you didn't for one second think she gave a shit about Bruce. Like, not, not for a second. I, at least that's me. Yeah, no, she but fucking like, hated him. That's the way it feels. Yeah, yeah, and and in this movie, it's like she understands, right? Like, and that should be the whole point. Like, she loves him, but she can't be with him. Maggie Gyllenhaal, on the other hand, is just like, ah, fuck this guy. Like, I'm over him. You know? Yeah. The- not. Yeah, the chemistry was definitely much yeah. more prominent. Now, yeah. granted, if Aaron Eckhart uh, 
upcoming politician is in play, maybe maybe you change. I don't know. Maybe she would have changed too. Right, until but he gets half his face burned off. How does something like this happen, right? Like, how in such a big movie do you lose the Rachel? Is it like a contract dispute? She's it not was dead, a scheduling right? issue. Uh, Katie Holmes was too busy to do the next movie. Apparently Christopher Nolan was quite upset. I fucking... What a move by Katie Holmes to say, I'm too busy for you. What a fucking move. I mean, some, I love there's that. only so many hours in the day. You know, I mean, yeah, I, it did not but... seem to be like she did not want to come back. It seemed like she legitimately had too much on her plate. What What could have been more important? What movie did she pick over The Dark Knight? Because <laughs> what was the time like, frame for Dark Knight? Was it 08, did we say? I yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, what is it like? Uh, I can't. What's another Katie Holmes movie? Help me out. I'm pulling the. I uh, wouldn't know off the top of my head. Oh wait, she did Mad Money, Eli Stone, which was a show. Um. Mad Money is a great name for how mad she is that she didn't get her money by being on the Dark Knight. Yeah. So in oh eight, like, she did one episode of a show, and um, that Mad Money movie. Otherwise, that's those it? were the only projects that came out in oh eight. She had a few things that came out in 10 that's entirely possible she could have been working on in 08. Um, mm. But we won't know for sure. Right. That's all right. Well, Katie Holmes, I loved you in this movie, so don't. I'm not making fun of you, but I think we both would agree you regret that decision. Yes, probably. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so talking about the slums, though, a little bit, I guess we should discuss... Roz's ultimate plan, which was he stole... Do you have the name of the machine? I it is a microwave it. emitter that vaporizes <laughs> water. <laughs> yes. Quite the device. Um, yeah, vaporizes water, which in turn then their plan was to burst like all the pipes in Gotham where they were dumping this chemical to make people go crazy, and it would have... You know, they couldn't obviously intake it by drinking it but by vaporizing it they inhaled it and that's how this drug got into you and it it was pretty fucked up here's a question after they after they released all of the inmates at arkham people are Mm. like 70 percent water um including uh like the water that is stored in your bladder and whatnot you know how would this not have catastrophic horrifying consequences on people's bodies let alone just the water Uh, that's what they said though (laughs) the amazing thing to me about 2005 right is nobody was thinking the way that you are jim like (laughs) i I, honestly like i don't mean that in a rude way i just mean like nobody cared about the plot and now when you dissect movies like we do it's so easy to say that but like in 05 we would have been like who gives a shit like (laughs) what you know because i think Um, gordon even says that he's like why hasn't it affected us yet and then they were just like because it you you must hasn't hasn't kicked in something yeah yeah Yeah, it's got to be absorbed through the lungs right yeah i mean and also like just to talk about the ending um you know where ra's al ghul and batman are in the in the in the train fighting each other right like this is the ultimate like perfect way for batman to kill someone without killing someone uh and i love this line in the movie it's arguably one of my favorite lines in the entire series is when 
Uh, Ra's al Ghul, they, he's been defeated. He's going to crash and die because Gordon has broke this bridge. They're not going to be able to get it to the rest of the city, right? And uh, Bruce Wayne says, I, I think Raz says, you're not going to kill me or something. And Bruce says, no, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. And I fucking was like, let's go, Batman. Yeah, Good call. Because he made and that then, mistake once earlier in the film. Yeah, right. so... I mean, it's 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 Batman's. That's the typical. His ends don't justify his means, right? Like that's that's what Batman is basically. So, um, yeah. But honestly, strong performance by Liam Neeson. Uh, can't can't say enough about him as Ra's al Ghul. I thought he was fantastic in this. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a great starting, you know, villain for sure. It's a great way to begin. Yeah. <laughs> Great, great way to be. All right, let's let's get into scores, boys. Um, Jim, do you want to start with your score? I gave this an eight. I think there's a couple of plot points. I honestly wish that they would have just done one villain here, whether it be Ra's al Ghul or Scarecrow, because Scarecrow is such an interesting villain that yeah, really could have been played up long, better. Yeah. You know, and especially when they bring him back for episode or not episode three, but for uh, Dark Knight Rises, just in such a transitory capacity as the judge you know it really irks me because scarecrow is fucking cool you know as they do it they do it in the dark knight too right like he's he's in it for one clip of him getting captured when what does he say like um i don't need help and cillian murphy goes not my diagnosis (laughs) that's a great line great fucking line but continue jim sorry nope that's what i got wish the villains would have been better all right, this is me. Um, easy call. All three of these movies are tens out of tens. I would never, honestly, like I love the Nolan Batman series so fucking much. And Batman Begins only became a ten probably within the last five years. Like the first few times I watched it, did not have the the love for it that I do now. Uh, but really, I think that it's it's one of it's one of the best, you know origin stories in a way that's not really an origin story um i don't know just love the movie love michael Caine. love morgan freeman love katie holmes um r.i.p for not for the last two uh well the last one because she would have been dead in three um (laughs) but yeah uh it's a 10 out of 10 and what's new another 10 for scott that's fine (laughs) i i like especially watching this last time i'm gonna give it a nine a very good nine um okay just because i don't yeah i don't know the dark knight is a 10 but i gotta like rank them somehow i don't know but i i like this better than the third one the third one is very good but i just felt like a lot of the elements that they created in this one i i loved how they had like the slummy gotham and you don't really get to see it anymore in the rest of the movies but um yeah, there's like a terror effect too, just because with yeah. the drug that I thought was kind of cool, uh, and it shows like how Batman really must have freaked people out like right away. You know, people just thought he was terrifying, which is exactly how it should have been. Um, yeah, I know. Great, great start to the trilogy. I I loved it this time around for sure. Watching it, so nine out of ten yeah. for me. All right, that is an aggregate score of nine, and. Thank you for listening to the Batman review. Um, 
And thank you for bearing with me through my technical difficulties that I promised would be gone. And uh, here they are. Spoke so, too soon. Look, I, I don't know what to tell you, but we are not... We are podcasters, but we are not like the professional podcasters. Uh, this is your your common human podcast. Like, we have a decent amount of skill, but not that much Production skill. quality so, not even close to these orc pictures. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Not not close. Okay, so, guys, I have an audible, um, and I did this last week. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Okay? You're going to get mad at me. I'm sorry, but I, I want to do this. Liam Neeson, we need to dive down this rabbit hole a little bit of this world he created that is Taken. Uh, So we are going to watch Taken next week instead. I'm sorry. Uh, But I I just... And this may be be one where we go down the full trilogy. I don't know for sure uh, because the Gerard Butler series did not work that well. So maybe not. But like... These sequels were so inherently ridiculous, it's not even funny. So, if you guys are okay with it, can we switch next 95 to Taken? And 96 will then be... Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects, yeah. Are we okay with this? Oh, yeah. Is there a consensus? I can make it work. All right, because Taken's going to be a fucking dynamite episode. Taken's anyway. great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Okay, um, so I don't think... I don't think we should take this episode any further, but before we leave, Jim, can you tell the people where to find us? As always, you can follow us on Twitter at we've underscore seen underscore that, like us on Facebook, or email us at seenthatpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's S-C-E-N-E, that podcast at gmail.com. All right. Thank you again for listening to the 94th episode of the We've Seen That Podcast, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, coming up, episode 100. As always, I'm Scott. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim, and roll credits.